Mark, you and I got the pleasure of meeting finally. Well, I got the pleasure of meeting a lot of Discord people. You met them before. Some of um, them. And we sat and talked for a really long time. Great conversations. Got to learn some history. Learn about some cigars. Um, It was such a long time. We're going to break it into two shows. Yep. Um, So this is part one of of two. It is. uh, It's a lot of fun. Mm Mm-hmm. It's three uh, of our favorite people. There is uh, hilarity. There's crying. There's all the things that make the straight cut great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope you enjoy. There's a lot of people getting out of their comfort zone. Yes. And I can't thank them enough. Yeah. So everybody enjoy part one. Cut coming to you from Weston Cigars inside the members' lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. <sighs> Mark, how much fun has this weekend already fucking been? It's been fucking all the fuck. It's Dude, been crazy. Let me tell you. I got emotional earlier. This is this is this is so awesome. This is so we're recording on a Friday night. Normally we record on a Saturday or on a Sunday. Thank you for knowing what day we usually yes. record on. That's um, really nice. And I even I'm touched. I even then fucked it up. Um, <laughs> but no, this is what we've been talking about for about a month and a half now. We're going to have a little get together with our LCC brethren. Yep. And sisters. Uh, and we did that starting tonight. We went to an yeah. awesome fucking dinner. Just I haven't been at Buenos Aires in a while. I forget how good that place is. Mm. So I was glad to share the uh, the diamond in the rough of Little Rock yep. with with some other people. Yeah, Mo disagreed with me when I referred to it as the best restaurant in the Little Rock, um, but I still stand by my statement. It's in the top three. Top I will three, say top sure. three. Yep. Um, but we're going to have a really interesting show. So we're yep. going to give our listeners out there who uh, you know we talked about a lot. We, the show is for our listeners, our for our supporters. So you're going to get a, a a bunch of different people on this one show because they're yep. actually all in house tonight. Um, so the first one we have starting off is Greg. How you doing, man? I'm good guys. What's up, man? Awesome. I tell you, I was sitting here this afternoon with Greg and some of the other folks you're going to meet tonight in my home shop, your home shop, mm-hmm. took a picture and posted it on discord and said, I'm a little emotional seeing my peeps in my home shop, um, and I was because um, it was kind of surreal, was in surreal. Some of, yeah. to see people who I love being in a place that I love. It was mm-hmm. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's it, it's one of those things where like we we herf all the time together. You definitely well, more than me. I, I'm on there a couple times a week. You're every night. Um, but Not every we, night. Uh, sh- okay, yeah, every night. Yeah, it's yeah, every, night. every night. Go fuck yourself. But, but it's <laughs> but it's 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 ones where we've developed relationships with. Yeah. Um. You know, just the emotional. It's so it's a support group that's been virtual for the most part. Yeah. Until tonight, you've met a few people because you went when you went yeah. to St. Louis. But this is my first time actually physically meeting you, and I have given out my quota for hugs. You've for given 20, a lot of hugs. That's a lot, of, hugs been a lot of questions I'm, from the locals. I, I, I am, I, the, lo, the locals are like, I don't get that. But like, I, you fucking see me every day. Right. Yeah, so, you do. No, we're, we're, we're glad to, you know, have you on. And, 
No. Well, I, I was, you know, obviously I've eaten now at one restaurant in Little Rock. <laughs> yes. And it is the best restaurant in Little Rock I've ever eaten at. All right, great. So, so see? I, and I appreciate the food was fantastic. It I'm was. a Mexican food connoisseur, uh-huh. uh, clearly by my stature. Sure. Right. And but yeah, it, it did not disappoint. No, the yeah, food was absolutely amazing. And the service. Oh, it's great. I mean, Tom. that young lady every, was amazing. Every, every time we go there, it's always just, mm. Even when we're like, hey, you know, we're outside, we mm-hmm. want to smoke some cigars while we eat, and mm-hmm. the propane ran out of the heaters, and what do they, they snapped right to they it, man. Right yeah. on it. I mean, even made like a like a dessert that they don't usually make off <laughs> off menu just for us. I mean, it was... Was, was that off menu? Because Paula, I kind of promised we I think I think, I, th- I think oh, it was I, off I menu. I think it was on I, menu. I think it's on menu but it's brand new because the, yeah, the young lady was like just back from vacation and she's yeah. like hey we we just got this new thing she assumed they were large empanadas <laughs> yeah they, they were they, they were, were many it was nutella empanadas yes oh they, just they like sound good the perfect way to end and yeah. i i you know i i did not have one <laughs> matt ate I all three of his <laughs> see we we shared on our, yeah. on our side we were <laughs> yeah i clearly I set at the wrong end of the table <laughs> i did not have one either right yeah. <laughs> it was fucking great Yep. Well, so, so we're we're gonna definitely get some spend some time getting to know you. You're a listener of the podcast for sure. You and I have spent a lot of time together talking about a lot of stuff. Lots of um, stuff. Got gotten, and this is my first time meeting you. You did not go to the St. Louis in person, Earth, um, and you were a late late commitment to come. And we were super fired up to hear you were coming. Mm-hmm. I I uh, I was off again and on again. Yeah. For um, I don't know two weeks. Yeah. And trying to make stuff work at, you know, yep. work and home and, yep. you know, all it's that hard. good stuff. So, yeah, it was like very, very last minute, um, I think, yesterday morning. Yeah. You know, I, I checked with the boss <laughs> at home one more time. Yeah. Are we you know sure? The I, I'm like, uh-huh, you know. Yeah. And then she was like, yeah, I know that they're your great friends. Yeah. Not She's not crazy about cigar smoking, that kind of thing. But I sure. get it. Yeah. I understand, you know, yeah. given the history of my family. So it's all good. And yeah. she's like, yeah, go. Cool. So I made the 10-hour trek, left so, at 5 o'clock this morning. So let's start there. Where are you from? So Lubbock, Texas. So I actually live just outside of Lubbock, Texas in a little city called Wolferth. Okay, nice. Yep. And you've lived in Texas your entire life? Born and raised. Uh, my dad was in the Highway Patrol, so we did move around a lot. I was born cool. in New Braunfels. We lived in Borger, Texas, which is about an hour north of Amarillo. We moved to Corpus Christi for four or five years. And then kind of ended up in Del Rio. My dad got promoted to a sergeant for that Valverde area. Nice. And so, yeah, so I spent pretty much from like the seventh grade all the way through the end of high school in Del Rio, Texas. So nice. I'm a border boy. I don't know if I, I've ever heard that you uh, lived in Corpus Christi. My mom was born in Corpus Christi. Really? Yeah, yeah. She tells me that all the time that she's a Texan. Yeah. So I, I lived there, like I said, for about four years Yeah. Um, and uh, was the, you know, Country bumpkin from north of Amarillo, sure, and culture shock into the middle of Corpus Christi, <laughs> and uh, and fell in love with it. Fell in love with the culture, and then, sure. of course, you know, spending the, the majority of my childhood in Del Rio, you know, that's the culture that I tend to identify the best with, and you know, married into the culture and all sure. that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. And you've been married for a long time. Twenty. It'll be twenty-four years. Yeah, this year in August. That's yeah. a long time. Absolutely. Dude. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and so you are, but you've been married for a long time. Obviously, 
Um, fairly new to cigar smoking. So tell me about your first cigar and, and, and I, since I know the story, but please, you know, this has been a whirlwind journey for you. Yeah, so. man, I'm, I'm a COVID baby, uh, cigar <laughs> smoker, we'll call it. Right. So, um, you know, May, June timeframe, uh, decided I had kind of, you know, I think I'd had a couple of cigars just kind of randomly here and there. Um, I'm a Catholic deacon also, right. So while right. we were in formation, um, we had a priest come in and, and very just down to earth guy kind of introduce us, you know, so we had a cigar and I'm not even sure what it was, you know, it's like here, grab one, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, but then I decided, you know, right around the time COVID hit, we can't do ministry. We can't really go to the hospital. We can't go to the prisons. You know, I needed something else to do and another hobby to kind of pick up. And so I thought, well, I'll go grab my, you know, I know they sell cigars at this little shop in town and I'll go grab a couple. And so my, the first one that I really remember uh, was an Undercrown Maduro. Nice. So um, great cigar. Didn't know how to smoke it. Didn't know how to cut it. <laughs> it came apart in, you know, on me because I cut it too too far down. Sure. Didn't even have a, the right cutter, so I took a steak knife to it. Oh, you know. Yeah. yeah, man. We've it's all whatever. been there. We've yeah. all been there. No judge. Yeah. So, um, but I actually enjoyed it, you know. And Good smoke. My, uh, you know, my wife has several subscriptions with different makeup things and kind sure. of stuff she likes. And she recommended, well, why don't you just get a subscription? If you want to try something different, just get a subscription to it. Right. So, you know, Google, thank you. <laughs> First one I pulled up is LCC. Right. Wow. And so uh, I said, okay, it's like 50 plus dollars, whatever, cigars, don't know anything about them. I'll just join this one. Right. And... And then kind of, you know, it's gone downhill from there uh, ever since, right? No, I, you know, the experience has been fantastic. Yeah. Um, and obviously community is exactly what I needed. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It wasn't the cigar that I needed. It was you guys. The, the, yeah. the cigars are almost secondary. It's like the catalyst, right? It's yeah. the catalyst that gets you to yeah. where you need to be. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and I know um, you jumped on Discord pretty quickly after that. Then you were a pretty early uh, I, after your membership joining on. I to did. Discord. Yeah, um, I got the invite, and you know, I had I had a, had a Discord account before because you know I used to play games, whatever. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the last podcast talking about video games. And yeah, we need to talk about games. That. Oh my god! Right? I mean it. It took me back. I'm like messaging Aaron in the Discord yeah. chat, like, no, <laughs> it was this game, bro. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and so yeah, one um, of kind of the. I guess early adopters for the Herf, you know, yeah, and you were, and uh, came in kind of with a bang. You did. Um, they had Steve Saka on and on a cutting light, and uh, we had just got a new puppy. I thought I was muted. Puppy <laughs> bit my my ear. <laughs> I quickly discovered with the choice language I used, I was not on mute. <laughs> right? So that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. So I can I actually I just pulled up the text from the very first time I texted you. Um, it was May eighth. I said, hey, welcome to the club. I work in the industry, so if you have any questions, just holler at me. Because you put in the general discussion, like, hey, you're new. Mm-hmm. I'm just learning all this. And that's what... I was, remember it, that. It was, early, right. it was early in the morning. Yeah, 7, 18 in the morning. I'm like, yeah, just... I've been yeah. around the, I've been around for a while, so just uh, reach out if you have any questions or yeah. anything. Yeah, we had a great, a great kind of chat back and mm-hmm. forth, and you're like, hey, check out the podcast. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, sweet. Yeah. There's podcasts for this, too. Yeah. yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, was, I was pimping our show out in the... In the second second sentence, I, like, I just geez. hoeing us out. That's right. You <laughs> Very devoted that. to the cause, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, we've talked about the podcast because you and I have gone back and forth, and you, um, you, you've talked about uh, a lot of the the deeper podcasts that we've 
we've you enjoy those but we've talked about a lot of that different stuff and I, one of the things that Greg you and I have had a lot of conversations with people like Nigel is you know you've had a lot of life experience and so you you bring a lot of knowledge when we sit and talk about things like you know big big boy life things or mm-hmm. big girl life things or you know when we're talking about management of, of those sort of things and we're talking about work stuff you've had a lot of life experience so what do you do for a living i i, I enjoy you and i when we you and i and nigel sit down and sometimes talk about those business things I love your perspective on those things, but what do you do for a living? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a retail guy, right? So I've been in retail 26 years. So I just, 26th year, 26th Christmas that just passed in retail. Right now I work for PetSmart. Okay. Um, I run one of the stores, one of the two stores in Lubbock. Um, high volume store, you know, but it's, you know, it's just dog food, right? right? So it's not real complicated stuff. I've run, I, I started an electronic business running a CompUSA Circuit City back in the day. Oh, it's going um, way I, back, Circuit City. Yeah, man, I, I ran a, a you know $45, 50000000 million Best Buy for several years. Um, I've run gun stores, um, clothing stores. I ran a Sears for a couple of years, yeah. you know, um, and then got a phone call about five and a half years ago from my then district manager and said, you, re- you know, you ready to slow down a little bit, man? You've been running and gunning for 20 plus years. I said, yeah, man, let's go sell some dog food. Yeah. Right. I tell you, it's, ha- has it slowed down? Uh, no, no. In <laughs> fact, this year has been insane. I yeah. know you keep saying that and you talk about all the staffing shortages and, but your business is way up. Um, yeah, way up. I had 30% over last year. Um, you know, and we're, we're experiencing all the same struggles that most retailers are now with yeah. supply chain challenges and staffing issues and, you know, health concerns with people out for several weeks with, either COVID or somebody who lives in their home with COVID. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, this, this year has been uh, one of the most challenging years of my retail career, but you know, at the end of the day, I, I do think that what we do changes lives, changes people's lives. And yeah. I'm a pet lover. Yeah. So it, it all fit, right. It makes sense. It's well, one yeah, of our it, favorite. I, I tell you, it's, it's, it's the only store we shop um, pet wise locally um, because we trust it and you have, so um, obviously I'm not stepping at your shore because it's ten hours away. Um, but That's commitment. Uh, yeah, that would really be commitment. That would be awesome. But yeah. <laughs> that well, would and, be. And it's kind of like what you said. You know, you're a COVID baby when it comes to cigars. I gotta assume like there's probably a lot of families out there that knew they're gonna be stuck at home. So you like you know pet. what? Let's go ahead and adopt a dog or adopt a cat or something like that. So you've got a, a whole bunch of new pet owners and like hey, we need yep. everything that comes along with it. Yeah, and and you name it, any kind of animal. Yeah. Fish, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I decided, you know, fish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be alone in my house, so I want to right. right. a friend. Well, Greg and I have talked, and it's one of the things that I love about cigar lounges and the online herf mm-hmm. a lot, which is you run into super smart people not mm-hmm. in your field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we sit and we have a talk. I've done a little bit of retail with a cigar shop, but your perspective and you sit and you soak up the things that you know about retail. It's just like it's like learning from a, a master's class at retail. When you talk about the stuff you do, and you just go, "That's that's great," because yeah. you like really. I mean, you're great at it, and so you you hear you talk about those things, and you go, "That's just that's that's impressive." And I've enjoyed 
you managing and leading people. I love the way when we have those conversations because mm-hmm. you clearly have a really good handle on that. You know, I've been employed a few thousand people yeah, in 26 I years. Bet. So, I'm, you know, and mostly in the Lubbock area. So I know a lot of people there. Um, a lot of people I've worked with several times with different companies. You know, back in the day, it used to be that if you switch jobs a lot, that was frowned upon. Mm-hmm. And now... I think companies are starting to see a value in the fact that people can come with different perspectives, right? you know, and have different experiences and have, yeah. you know, when you go from one store to the next, you, a lot of it's just selling a box at the end of the day, you're selling a product, but, but having insight into industry wide stuff, retail industry wide stuff, yeah. regardless of what it is you're selling yeah. uh, is impactful. And it's allowed me, you know, with PetSmart, I don't just run my store. Um, I'm, I'm kind of over 19 other stores from a profit and loss standpoint, you know, expense control, labor control, those kind of things. And my experience has afforded me the ability to do that and kind of stretch out and help younger leaders develop and grow and, you know, become who they want to be in, in their, in, in their profession. Yeah. And I, we've had those conversations and I, I credit, um, Nigel for that as well. When we, when we sit down and, and there's times when we have a leadership conversation, and I love when you're in those conversations because you bring a, a lot of value to that because you've clearly done that for a long time. You know, what I love about the exchange with Nigel is that Nigel looks at it from a corporate perspective. Yeah. Whereas I look at it from a field perspective. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times when you're in the retail world, it's corporate's fault, right? Yeah. When you're in the field yep. and when you're at corporate, it's the field's fault. Yeah. Right. And so to have those kind of interactions with him mm-hmm. and kind of get that perspective of, you know, his his years in the corporate the corporate side of the business is really cool. Yeah. You know, to have an open conversation with somebody like that that you don't work for. Yeah. Who you can be really candid with. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And Nigel will tell you, uh, he'll give you the straight for what he thinks is his opinion. And he gives it he is. Uh, that's one of the things I love about talking to Nigel. There is no doubt. Yeah. He's a straight shooter. He yeah. is, uh, and I don't know that I've ever told him this, and I should. There's a number of times when he's asked me a question and I've given him a casual answer or an answer at night that for the next two or three days I've I've chewed on that question mm-hmm. and just thought, what could I do better? Because I know why he asked me that question, mm-hmm. and I thought, I need to think about a better answer to that question, or I need to think about how I do that better at the office. Um, and that's, um, you know, I, I jokingly, uh, I, I shouldn't say I jokingly, but I've heard other people say it and I jokingly say, you know, sometimes the cigar shop is about men or people making people better by asking hard questions mm-hmm. or, or, or sharpening the steel. Um, and Nigel's great at that. You know, he has, a, I think enough, you do that as well. I think he has enough life experience that he, every question he has is on purpose. Yep. There's no accidental questions for him. Nope. Right. And and even when he has an, an exercise in mind, like the exercise we just went through last week, that was the gratitude one, the amazing. Right. right. And and uh, and I actually that whole process fulfilled for me literally today. Wow. Right. As I finally found the guy that I needed to reach out to the guy that Nigel challenged me to say, you know, you need to tell this, go tell this guy. Thank you. You know, and and yeah. um, and and whatever else you need to have that conversation with him. Right. Um, I finally got an email back from him today saying, you know, a short thank you. My life is kind of in turmoil right now, and I needed I needed your letter. Yeah. You know? Nigel said to us one night on the hearth that you needed to find somebody in your life who made a difference in your life, who probably hasn't heard from you the difference he made you in your life, and you just need to say, 
thank you for the difference you made in your life. Here's the impact you made in my life. And thank you for that um, a moment of gratitude for those people. It can be more than one person. And he challenged each one of us on that hearth that night to reach out to people like that. Um, and I think that, um, first of all, we should probably be doing that more regularly. But uh, I think that's a powerful um, challenge. Well, what was cool about it is at the end of it, he said, I, I didn't just ask you this because I wanted to know. I've done it. He did it for 60 yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. For amazing. 60 days, he reached out to 60 different individuals to show them that gratitude. And what I know about ministry is that when you bless somebody else, you receive blessings back. Yeah. And it's, it's no different. Right. With, with that aspect of it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I jumped on to that herf late. Um, so I just got the very tail end of it. So I haven't done that yet. Um, honestly, because like, I just kind of forgot about it because I only got the last little, uh, segment of it, but that's something that I, I'm, I'm going to do now mm -hmm. because I mean, Nigel is one of the smartest people that I've ever met. And I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that we were able to have him on one of our leadership shows because our leadership shows, um, I mean, we, the, the response that we get from them has been overwhelming, like very, very positive. Mm -hmm. So just off that alone, it's like, you know what? He actually knows what the hell he's talking about. He's been mm -hmm. around for a while. He's been, you know, doing his classes for what, how long was it? 30, 30 40 30 years? Something years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a yeah. long time. So it's, uh, it's something that uh, it is, like you said, like we don't do it enough and we should. So I need, I I need to do that next week. Classic example of we think of leadership is rah, rah, we're going to war. But yeah. his, here's an example of gratitude, which is a, is a behavior that leaders show, great leaders show, uh -huh. which is gratitude, um, which inspires trust and confidence, but also builds others up. And as you said... Um, much like when you give, you know, blessings away, you know, it comes right back at you. Um, that's exactly what gratitude does. And when it's truly heartfelt, authentic gratitude expressed, you know, that you're lifting other people up and that, 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 that goes around. Yeah. You know, what's, so, what's cool about that exercise is that for one, he didn't let anybody off the hook. Oh God, no. Right. You know, he's, he didn't, you know, you're like, okay, well, yeah, I'll think of somebody. He's like, okay, I'll come back to you then. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and that's part of what leadership is too, right? He, is to he force will keep people you accountable. To, yeah. You know, yeah. to, to force people to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. yep. Right. And, and, you know, I'm the same way, right. Where I'm, I may have told the story for 30 seconds or whatever, but the story is much deeper than that. Yeah. yeah. Right. And the history of the person that I needed to reconnect with is much deeper than that. It's a yeah. 15 year history. And, yeah. and he has that ability to kind of pull that out of you yeah. and to get you thinking about it again and to bring those emotions back again without ever even asking for it. Right. Right. And I don't know if it's the tone of his voice or just who he is to us. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, yeah. There's something, it's yeah. something. We, we jokingly call him the Dom, but he really yeah. is the leader of that group um, for sure. Well, it's one of those things like everybody should hopefully have a Nigel in their life. We're happy to have the Nigel. We are. What? I mean, you're you're a deacon. So, how long right. have you been a, a deacon? So I was, I was ordained September church? 2019. Okay, what caused you? I mean, that's um, that's a big calling. That's not a that's not a small effort. Right. What caused you to want to go to that calling? So, um, I think part of it is you know the fact that my uh, my father served in you know kind of um, the the civil side. He was in the army, of course, uh, but you know the civil side of law enforcement and. 
um, always served a community. And um, I always had that feeling that I should have done more for the community, but I knew I didn't want to be a police officer. Okay. Right. I knew that wasn't for me just because of some of the things that, yeah, you know, watching him deal with the stress of, of being in that role and, um, and having the largest area in the state of Texas to kind of geographical area in the state of Texas to kind of have to deal with. My brother got the bug. You know, my brother's a highway patrol sergeant in Kerrville, Texas now. And, and it's just not something that I wanted to do, but I knew that there was something that I should be doing differently, better, bigger. Um, and so I got the retail bug and spent, like I said, 26 years in retail. But about 15 years ago, I married into a, a Catholic family. I grew up Methodist, kind of, right? We would really kind of go to church when, you know, dad Christmas, was in trouble. Easter. Yeah, those, yeah. Or, you know, mom wanted to go, dad didn't want to go, dad was in trouble, we went, right? right. So, you know, whatever. So about 15 years ago, she said, um, you know, as, as the Catholic church goes, in order for you to be able to receive communion, you have to be married in the church. And she said, I, I, I want to get married in the church. And I said, I have no desire to do that. She said, well, if you want to stay married to me, then you'll do this for me. Fine. So started going to classes. We call it RCIA, Rite of Christian Initiation for, Initiation for Adults. And, and so um, I sat there, it was on, fr- on Monday, you know, nights, seven to nine. Meant I was going to miss football, right? <laughs> so I was pissed about it. You know, I sat there for the first few weeks. And, and then finally, um, one of the deacons um, kind of whispered in my ear, God knows who you are, even if you refuse to admit it. You can sit there with your arms crossed. He still loves you, right? And, um, you know, there were, there were subtle hints throughout my career. People would pop up, and I know I've shared that story in the herf, but people would pop up and say things to me, like, what are you doing here? You know, your life, your life has more meaning than this. Right. Those kind of conversations. And I don't believe in coincidences, right? I believe things happen. God puts people in front of us for a reason. And so, um, so I, I did the whole thing, man. I got baptized in the Catholic church, um, first communion confirmation, all, I guess all in one night, all on Easter, uh, Easter Sunday, nice. um, in 2005. And, um, and yeah, I never, you know, never really looked back from that. I, I'm, you know, like a sponge. I want to learn as much as I can learn and that kind of thing. And and then I think that I started kind of realizing that that bug to serve people was, was really ingrained in me and it, not just about the Catholic faith, but blood wise, you know, that that's what my dad's done for his whole life. And so, um, for me, it was it, not an easy choice because formation is hard. Uh, it was a five-year process. Wow. Um, we have three kids. We, uh, we dealt with some medical stuff with a family member during that time where pushed my wife to Houston for, I mean, weeks at a time. Wow. So it was me in formation, reading two or three books a month and doing homework, writing papers, feeding the kids, getting them to school and a full-time wow. job all at the same time. Wow. So it was hard. Um, we started with 67 men and 17 of us got ordained, um, in September, 2019. So, um, and it's been everything I hoped it would be. COVID has obviously thrown a wrench into that. Like I said before, we can't go to the hospitals, can't go to prisons, yeah. you know, can't go vis- visit the homeless community because of health concerns. Sure. So I'm ready for that to be over so that we can go back and do what we do. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Congratulations. That's, Thank um, you. that's an impressive, um, that's an impressive accomplishment with all of those things going on at once. Um, and the call to serve is, 
different in all of us mm -hmm. and your call to serve is yours and uh it's well done so and i'll tell you it's it's a far cry from who i grew up as right so sure <laughs> i remember posting pictures of the ordination on facebook and got several messages from yeah. people i went to high school with they're like what? What? Yeah. You? Yeah. How did that happen? Right? Sometimes God, God calls those who've been through the, the rockiest road to, or the most unusual road to be the ones who serve. Cause you can speak truly from the heart, uh, different than, yeah. than people who maybe lived a different life. We have a saying in the diaconate that God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called, right? So it's not the theologians <laughs> nice. who are chosen for that. It's not not always, right? Sometimes it sometimes, is. Sometimes it is. Um, but it's, you know, like uh, like so many examples, biblical examples, it's the least likely person. And I do view myself as the least likely person to be in that position, yeah. but happy to be in it. Well, you've ministered to me uh, many times online uh, when I've needed. I do not consider you the least uh, likely. I consider no. you... Uh, we jokingly call you uh, the deacon online and the padre. Padre, um, yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, um, we, uh, the number of times you and I have had a super deep conversation at the moment when I've needed it, mm -hmm. um, we both had that. Uh, so, and vice I versa too, you. right? Yep. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah, for sure. Because brothers are brothers, right? That's right. So. That's right. What, well, what cigar are you smoking? We haven't covered any of the cigars. You're falling down on your fucking job, Shuttleworth. Um, so on, we're, I mean, we're all smoking different things. We are. Yeah. I am smoking uh, a cigar from your favorite movie. <laughs> You're an asshole. Yeah, I thought we settled that up a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I'm smoking the... Uh, uh, the, uh, the Lost City. Opus X Lost City. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the uh, the HVC Black Friday. I, I like that cigar. I think it's Black Friday. Is it Black Friday? Yep. It is Black Friday. Yeah, I actually got that from somebody who we'll have on later on in the show. So what are you smoking, Greg? So the if when I can keep it lit, because I like to talk clearly. Yes. Um, the it's hard room, to keep a cigar lit yeah. and talk on these podcasts, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah. harder than it looks. The, uh, I've been accused of talking too much before. No. Um, the okay. Room 101 Farce. Which I picked up here at <laughs> the West Dougie End. Fresh. Yes, fantastic cigar. Love it. Yeah, I like this yeah. cigar. Yeah, first I'll... time I've had it. Dougie is in love with the farce. Now we had uh, we had a Boofy signing this yeah, week. Yeah, Matt Booth came into yeah. the shop Monday. I got my Johnny Tobacco Knot box signed. Yeah, we got a little B roll uh, recording from him yep. for the podcast. We'll I met him. There. Yeah, I, I was. What sucks was I was I was uh, fixing a walnut countertop just a few miles down the road, and I thought I timed it just right. You didn't. Where like I would <laughs> I would get done fixing it, I can pop in over here, say hey. But since I'm really good at my job, I got done really quick, and I mistimed it. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I was like, shit. Yeah. I'm, don't don't get it in nice guy. but yeah i, I mean, didn't get to talk to him much but yeah. he, he's a nice guy yeah i mean he sat here for a couple hours and, and really leanne was uh beyond <laughs> giddy yeah because when i was talking to doug because we, we weren't for sure if booth was going to be able to come by or stay for a little bit and i was like you know you have to you have to call leanne i was like you can't not yeah. you can't let booth come in here and not tell her i was like oh. she will literally kill us if we don't tell her so yeah and she was she was super happy <laughs> yeah um he was very happy to meet her as yeah. well i know they those two were uh yep. so what kind of cigar what are you so i'm going to ask you about your favorite cigars in a second but what kind of cigars do you, i know you're a newer cigar smoker right. six months 
eight months now. But what kind of cigars do you like smoking? Really, I you know all of them. Like I just want to I want to experience every single one of them. You know I've uh, I like uh, uh, I know you're going to be upset with this. I like Connecticut's. I like oh, uh, that's fine. I like um, a really full spectrum, man. I, I really okay. I've only run across a couple of cigars that I really just couldn't finish. As Mark says, smoke the rainbow. Smoke the yeah. rainbow. No, yeah. enjoy what you're going to enjoy. Well, and you know the one of the amazing things about LCC is that you get to try a bunch of different variety. Yeah. You know, and um, and then one of the, the most amazing things with this community is like my the mail never stops. Right. Okay. Like I'm, my never. wife is like, you got another box. And I'm like, I didn't buy these. I don't even know where these came from. They just, got, they just they just showed up. They just show up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I got informed delivery and I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in trouble on Monday. Yes. Right. Like what the heck is happening on Monday that I'm getting four boxes of, you know. And, and so I have, you know kind of come to where I know which cigars I want to chase down. Yeah. Right. But uh, really f- like full spectrum, man. I, cool. I really have enjoyed all of it. Cool. My watch is telling me to breathe by the way, which is a bad idea in this back room right at the moment. Um, so <laughs> we have, there's, because, I mean, there's not just you and I and Greg here. No, there's several, I mean, you can probably hear in the background, but there's three other guys up front just waiting to get rotated Four. in with, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and a fifth, and, well, a fifth, just, and one's yeah. on his way here. Yeah. Yes, um, and we have every air handler off. Yeah. It's gonna be it's so kind of fucking great. We're gonna have to open up some stuff. <laughs> oh man! So we did not get a top ten from you, list from you. So I'm not picking on you Oops. at this point. No, nope, that's fine. <laughs> so what are your favorite? I'm gonna close uh, with the other question, but I'm gonna go with what would be your top five? What is your what are you? What are your favorite cigars? What do you, what, would you bring your travel humidor up to here? So, uh, I mean, I know you know part of this, like one yes. of the answers, right? Because yes, you've talked about it here, and we've talked about it on the herd. We do. I am You're a, known for a specific cigar. Yes, I am a huge Andalusian Bull fan. I'm shocked. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, huh? I, was, I was hoping that we would have some in just for you because I knew you, you were do here. in the in the in the CRA packs. There's one in there. Yeah, That's the true. Picks. That is true. And there's a lot of other amazing cigars in that, too. Yeah. There is. One of the other ones, which I would label as my top five, is the Angel Share. Yeah. Um, yeah that cigar is absolutely phenomenal. And then uh, I'm an AJ fan, too, right? So I love The King is Dead, Long Live the King. Oh, good choice. Um, I was a big fan this year of The Daughters of the Wind. Yeah. thought that cigar is fantastic. Hard to find, that you know, but... Casiglia? Yeah. Yes, yes. So I love that cigar. But again, you know... Um, I have a lot, you know, part of the reason why I didn't put a top 10, obviously I'm a little busy with retail this time of year, yep. but man, I just, it's I, hard to narrow it down, man. I could not do it, man. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't do it. And then I hear other people's lists and I'm like, yeah, that, that should That's be in good. mine. Yeah. Right. And then, and then it just throws it all out of whack again. Yeah. No, it's hard. Cause you then like, uh, Jeremy, who we'll talk to here in a minute. Uh, Jeremy goes, well, you're not gonna put the JT signature on there. I go, oh fuck, I, I should have that like, on Yeah, exactly. I, I, you have to treat it like fantasy football. You can't tinker with it. Once it's on there, right? It it is. Let sleeping yeah. dogs lie. Yep, it's tough. So we're gonna we're gonna close with what I consider uh, the big question, which mm-hmm. is, and I know you're a short term cigar smoker, but um, I, 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 I always ask this question: most memorable cigar doesn't have to be. The, the biggest cigar, what the hell was that? Um, or the best cigar or whatever. What is the most memorable cigar you've ever smoked? Yeah, easily. easily the Angel Share. Um, only because I got to smoke it with my dad. 
Yep. So, I remember that uh, day. you know, my, my dad is a longtime smoker, um, and dealing with a lot of the health effects, the side effects of that, but also with, with having Lynch syndrome, he's dealing with cancer now for the sixth and seventh. I've lost count, right? So many times. And so, um, smoking cigarettes for me, looking at him doing, it was always something I kind of hated. Right. Mm -hmm. And kind of, you know, that whole negative connotation that came with that hatred of the fact that he smoked cigars and I would go to school and my clothes would smell like it. And, you know, just, there's a lot of negativity around that. Mm -hmm. And so, um, when I told him, Hey, I've, I've picked up some cigars and smoking some cigars, he was like, well, well, why? And I said, mostly because this community that I've, that I've come to learn and know and, and, and trust. And he's like, I'm so happy for you then. Right. That's yeah. great. What a great answer. Right then. And so, um, yeah. So, uh, the last time, well, not the last time, but a couple of times ago, but when I went to go down to see him, um, he asked me, did you bring a cigar for me? I said, you damn right. I did. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so he, he hated it. That's okay. Right. right. I think he took yeah. four or five puffs on it and put it down. I'm like, that's a $30 cigar. <laughs> right? it, it, it didn't matter. Right. You know, right. I, I smoked all mine, but the time spent, um, you know, just having a conversation with them. And, you know, we grew up kind of button heads. I was kind of the black sheep of the family left when I was 18 and, you know, went to go play college football in, in Eastern New Mexico and visited like three times in the next five years. Right. And, and so to me, it doesn't get any better than spending a couple of hours on their porch, Yeah, you know, um, him and kind of the, you know, rounding the, the last part of his life. Yep. Um, and me kind of right in the middle of mine with my kids kind of starting their own lives. It was really cool. Really that cool. Is, that is the exact definition of a special cigar right there. Yep. Nope. Amen, brother. Um, that, that is a perfect answer right there. It doesn't matter that he smoked four or five pups. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yep. That's the exact right answer. I, I love that answer. I, and I, I was a hundred percent sure that that would be your answer, but yeah. Um, that was a great explanation. Um, thank you for your time tonight. Absolutely, this weekend man. is started special. I know it's going to continue to be special. Um, you know, it's uh, it was great to have you on the podcast. Absolutely. Uh, we're gonna <clears throat> we're gonna take a pause here for a second. Uh, I just want to say uh, you were not my gratitude person, but I am grateful for the moments that we spent together, both both serious and. Um, the shit show stories and all the stuff that we've spent together. Um, the last eight months have been special because of the yeah. time you and I and Nigel and the group have spent together. But I, I want to say thank you for, well, for the friendship you've shown and uh, the relationship we've built. Yeah, thank you. I, so. I 100% reciprocate that. That's It's been, I can from a friendship standpoint, the best eight months of my life. I, I could not agree more. Yeah. So... Anything you want to add, Aaron? Uh, no, let's. I'm ready to have a fun weekend. Oh, Aaron, I forgot you were there. Yeah, yeah. sorry. He's <laughs> done that to me about fifty times. Yeah, so I'm good. just, I, I'm just playing producer right now. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, thanks for having me. And we've only been doing this for what five or six hours today. Yeah, <laughs> we're not even at tomorrow yet. We're not even at tomorrow. Right. That's, day. It's going to be awesome. Yep, yep, yep. So, looking forward to it. All right, let's it. Uh, let's get somebody else in this chair now. Awesome. All right, we are now back. We are. With guest numero dos. Okay. 
We're switching languages? I know. Okay. So I, I, I switched cigars uh, in the middle of that. So I lit up a uh, Casa Fuente that I was given by you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Uh, I, we don't know. Is that the Robusto? It is the Robusto. Um, and that's re- literally all I know about it. I, you can only buy this. Well, I can at, tell you the story of where I bought that. Well, you, is this, you can only buy this in Vegas, yeah? Only bought that in Vegas. I won that after winning a poker tournament. And they sell them in boxes of 40. And I won that after I bought that after winning a tournament at Plant Hollywood. Okay. And then I went back to the timeshare and I smoked it between in the time I, I smoked the first one out of that box in a hot tub between two ladies who I believe were Russian and didn't speak any English when we were allowed to smoke in the hot tub. And I asked them if it was okay, but they I assume they said, Of course, you sexy man, smoke anything you want. How is but, how is that not your most memorable cigar experience? I mean that's a pretty good one. I mean, that's like some some Vito Corleone shit yeah. right there. Just Yeah, they ignored me the rest yeah. of the night. But I had a damn good time. All right. So who we have on now is our closest neighbor in the surfing yes. world. And one of the coolest dudes. Just a, and just somebody a, has impeccable taste yeah, in cigars. Just, just a straight shot down the shitty 40 highway yep. in a nice shitty. little town that we like of Memphis. We do love Memphis. We have Smoke Coach, but also goes by Jeremy. Yes. How you going, my man? I'm doing well, man. Man, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we finally get together. Um, you know, we like the way you rate cigars. <laughs> yes. It's fly. <laughs> Driver, what, drive or fly, right? It's ride or ride, fly. Ride or fly. Ride or fly. Man, <laughs> that's just the way. Now, now, break it down to us why that is. Ride or fly. Okay, so either a cigar rides or it fly. And and the thing about it is, if you got to spend an hour and a half smoking a cigar you don't like, why? <laughs> so... The first third will tell me everything I need to know about a cigar. Sometimes quicker than that. Yeah. So, I mean, it can be a bad draw. Mm-hmm. It can be the taste. Uh, in a short period of time, I know if I like it or not. I'm not waiting till the last third. Yeah. It's going to fly. All right. So, what, do you, what are you smoking right now? Right now, I'm, I am smoking the Añejo Shark. So that's the 77, correct? Or is that the 55? I always forget. 77. 77. Yeah. You so gave it to me, man. So you that's should the, know. Uh, I don't the, remember the, the numbers. <laughs> yeah, that's the box-pressed uh, pyramid. Pyramid, yep. Yes. Jeremy is a newcomer um, to cigars, but also to the Añejos. Yes. Um, but you and I share now equally the love of the Añejos. Oh, yeah. So Jeremy and I do share a lot of commonalities Mm -hmm. on cigars. We dislike a lot of the same cigars, but we (laughs) love a lot of the same cigars. Now, is that is that your preferred size of the Añejo, or do you 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 go for another size? Size wise, I like uh, Corona. Okay, yeah, Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm the same way. Like that Triple Eight. Have you had that Triple Eight? The Triple Eight, yeah, the Lancero. That's my. I think that's your favorite. That's my. That's my favorite as well. In that cigar, yeah, that's that's to me that's the perfect size. It's a, it's thin. It's almost a Lancero. It's not really a Lancero, yeah. but yeah. it's 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 thin. It's long. It's just well, a good smoke. Well, because I think like the seven seven the seven seven is a good cigar. Well, what I think is like most blenders when they blend a cigar, they they're rolling it in a Lonsdale, so you're gonna to get the most true flavor is to smoke something closest to that size. So, I mean, and that and that that's, triple that's close a to really it. nice theory. But I just like the cigar that smokes the best for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a beautiful theory, and I love the story, but 
But when I smoke them, I think I like that size best. Yeah. yeah. But I agree with you. I, I like the Corona best. So you are also a newer cigar smoker. I am. I am. Do you remember your first first cigar? Uh, I remember my first cigar, but I don't remember what the first cigar was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. Do you, do you remember? What was the first cigar you remember? The first cigar I actually remember is a, uh, maybe the uh, Romeo y Julieta yep. uh, Reserva. It's not a bad cigar. Yeah. Smokes okay. Probably yeah. don't smoke a ton of those now, yeah. do you? Not really. No. You've... You've jumped in with both feet into the cigar culture. Yeah. Um, I think that's an understatement, probably. No, that's that's right. Because you like <laughs> you you and I have talked about several cigars and but you but you like I mean you you really have jumped in. Yeah. I like what I like. You do. <laughs> you do. And you're you much like me are on the Discord chat a lot and the herf in particular. Because you and I talk most every night. Yeah. So you, so you, do you like, um, I mean, you smoke a lot of different cigars. I do. So what kind of cigars do you like smoking? What kind? What, what, you know, wrapper, what kind of, is there, is there a particular type of cigar that you like? I find myself to like Nicaraguan fillers. I'm a big Mexican San Andreas rapper guy. Yes. Okay. I mean, I just... Speaking my language. Man, it's just it's something about them. You know, most of them that I smoke are good, you yep. know. See, and what's, that's what's crazy. Like, since you are a newer smoker, you didn't get to experience what San Andreas used to be. It used to be just... Garbage. Dog shit. It was... Yeah. It used to be <laughs> bad. So we won't... We, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. <laughs> that I came in at the right time. Well, you, you did because there's so many great San Andreas out there yeah. now. I mean, out of our list personally and what we all personally like, San Andreas is high up there yep. on the mark. It's Yeah, oh, I love San Andreas. So you you've lived in Memphis your entire life. Um yeah. so born and raised. So and you are so what do you do for a living? You're uh I got a transportation company. I do expedited deliveries. So. Okay. Yeah, so, we on call nationwide deliveries twenty four hours a day. And so you're in the car because I mean that's where the 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 rider fly came from because you're the, out I'm the in, out the out the sunroof. Yeah, I'm it. in the car, the van. If uh, if I'm riding, smoking <laughs> something, and it's not good, it's hey, I got too many other cigars in my travel humidor <laughs> to sit there and waste time on one. So I've I've stolen Jeremy's theory. Oh, on straight this. up, straight yeah. up. Because there's, you guys with your complicated rating scales are you're all great, but really it comes down to do I want to keep smoking? This? Sometimes simplicity exactly. simplicity is the best, right? And so you were actually you and I first met in person in St. Louis. Yes, great and time. that was man, that was the best. And I'm I'm hoping for a repeat this weekend. And um, so that was that was uh, that was a good uh, couple three months ago, four months ago. Uh, yeah. yeah, October, uh, middle of October. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it was your, you and I having a chat about us three getting together that really led to this. Oh yeah, yeah. And you said we should get together, you and I, just the three of us. And I said, well, we should just invite everybody and see who wants to come. Maybe the Texas boys will come up. Yeah, because yeah, because originally it was we're just going to go head to Memphis yeah. for yeah. which a, we still need to do for, for a day, just hang out. But then it was like, you know what? I was like, I have access to a lounge. Yeah. You know, I, I think anytime, the, like let's 
come this way. Yeah, I think um, when we were talking about doing it, they had just shut down the mm-hmm. lounges in Memphis. Yeah. And I had just suggested, let's just do it in Little Rock because yeah. Yeah. nowhere to go in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they shut the lounges down. Let's they, You guys got the lounges. Yeah. yeah. Let's yep. do it. Let's get some of these guys up from Arkansas, from um, Texas, and yep. everywhere else. Colorado, come. Arizona, yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's we're we're you know spanning the the continental U.S. tonight <laughs> or this weekend and everything. It's I can't wait. But since you're newer into the cigar world, you know what we just talked about with Greg is you know the cigars almost seem to be second tier. It's almost more the community. And the culture that really draws people in and really lets makes people stay. Yeah. So what is the uh, what does the cigar community mean to you? Uh, I mean a lot to me. I mean, um, when I jumped into cigars, it was more of a relaxing thing for me personally. Mm-hmm. And then um, once I got to getting into it and just looking into it, trying to learn everything about the cigars, I found out that it's a community that I can be a part of mm-hmm. and um found found this club, found LCC and man just met some amazing people that really changed my life. You know, yeah. I learned from these guys every day. Yeah. And um just try to add to what, what they got going on and hopefully can be an impact in their life too, like they are in mine. So, you know you do. it's amazing. I know you've been part of that. I was talking to Greg, but you know, you and I and Nigel and Greg have had um, what I call big boy conversations on that on that herf about um, being a man and leading people. And I know okay. you lead people within your organization, and we've had those conversations. And uh, I know Nigel has has impacted your life, but in mine as well. But, you know, the things, the conversations you, you and I have had have, have been impactful. I mean, yeah. you, you've, you've had, you know, you've had a big, you've had a, a, you have a lot of experience in your life. I almost said a big life, but you've had a, a lot of experience in your life. And you've been very uh, involved in those conversations we've had. I, uh, I've enjoyed those conversations. It's fun to talk to people because you're in a different field than I'm in. Yeah. So when I talk to you, you bring a different perspective to the world and you have uh you have a different, you know, just a, by the nature of what you do for a living, you have a different perspective in your oh, yeah. in your world. So it's nice to have those conversations. It's one of the things that's great about the cigar community is we're all different, yet we all yeah. sit down and talk and chat, and there's a lot of openness. It is. It is, man. It's, it's great to learn from you guys. I, I mean, I learned a lot from you guys. I just, it's like from you, Mark, I, I learned... I don't have to be the loudest guy in the room to be the funniest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, I used to try to be that loud guy to be funny and be heard. But, you know, listening to you, you know, I can just sit back and chime in when the time right and get mine in and get my laugh <laughs> in right quick, you know. Yeah. You're feeding his ego if you're saying he's funny, though. That's, uh, <laughs> I do like hearing that. I'm not going to lie. But we, we did, you know, you and I and Kevin were talking when we were in St. Louis, and it was one of those conversations that I cherish. You and I and Kevin spent a good hour and a half at the end of the night on Saturday, and yeah. and the three of us just connecting, <clears throat> which I, you know, that hour and a half was very impactful to me because it was really cool to, you know, you from Memphis, me from Little Rock, and him from New York to just sit and talk and realize the three of us were 
<clears throat> really connected in a way that w- through the, through the herf and but also through that moment. Yeah. And I left, and Paula said, "Boy, this was a pretty cool weekend." And I said, "This was a deep weekend for me because I met friends like forever, like yeah. friends that I people that I respect and value and and all that stuff." And we we were laughing uh, during that time. It was it was great and. The, um, it w- <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were laughing. Yeah, uh-huh. we almost got kicked out the hotel. I mean, we, <laughs> we had the courtyard rocking out there. They was uh, they had to come check on us yeah. and tell us uh, we got guests in here. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> people well, trying to sleep. Well, it's just like you know, for dinner tonight. You know, dri- oh. driving back here. You know, Mo was saying she's like, you know, I haven't laughed like that in a year, and she even said like, I haven't seen you this happy in a long time. I was like. Yeah. You know, because this is yep. honestly like there hasn't been that much to be happy about in the past year, yeah. but this weekend is like yeah. I'm meeting family who I've known for a while, but now it's finally able to like yeah. actually yep. meet meet yeah. people. It's you know it is it's you know this this community you know LCC itself is awesome, but just the cigar community in general is you know the most generous and the yes. most heartwarming and the most caring of anything that I've been involved in and I've been a cigar smoker for 20 years and you've been you know wow, you're on the you're old <laughs> I, I started smoking before I was supposed to supposed to you know. sure that's what we all <laughs> say sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> but no I mean it's you you're you're new into the game and you've already seen just the tip of yeah. of what this culture is and it's 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 a it's a blessing it's amazing and i i can't wait for you to really <clears throat> get even more of the you know the the greatness that comes out of this culture yeah, yeah. i can i can only imagine man because i've been smoking what since may and uh man these guys i met <clears throat> i can say uh, a lot of them are closer friends mm-hmm. than I've ever had, you know. Yeah. You know, I mean, these guys are they 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 they're unselfish guys. They they hail you they hold you accountable. They they high character. Yeah. I mean they I mean it's just so many great things about this community, man, that you, you meet people that you never would have met outside of cigars. I mean you you might have a chance to meet mm-hmm. them. But just to sit down and talk to people who are in such high places in their life and their career, and then you can talk to them and they they normal, mm-hmm. you know. It's just a place where people can be they self, yeah. you know, when you smoke cigars. And uh, yeah. I like it, man. I, I always like joke, joked in Springfield that I would sit in the back with a guy who was a brain surgeon, a guy who was a, a, a dentist, and a guy who was a heart surgeon, and and here's little old me sitting there in that group, and they treated me as an equal. Yeah. Um, and they they didn't do that out of the genuine heart because they just considered me an equal in that back room, yeah. made lifelong friends. Yeah. And and what I learned out of that was it's because we we all were equal. We had just different careers, right? And we all do different things for a living, but that doesn't really define us. What we do as men is, I think you just articulated. That does define us, and when we treat people openly and honestly, um, that's that's what really defines us. And I think that's what you're saying, and I agree. I think one of the things that you you and Nigel and a couple of the other guys started, 
And I think of you as the mad bomber because you've bombed me a couple times. Your bombs are, your scar bombs are some of the best because you put more than just cigars in a bag and send them. You put a lot of thought into what you're sending to people. So first of all, I want to say thank you for the bombs you've sent me because they're pretty amazing. And I, I mean, you, you put a lot of thought into what you're, you're sending out. So what's your thought process when you're sending a bomb to somebody for the first time or, or you're sending a bomb to somebody? What, how, do you, how do you go through? What's your thought? I know you put a lot of thought into that because you and I have talked about that. Just, just wait till you get this next bomb. Okay, <laughs> no, I'm nervous. No, I'm I, got, nervous. I got you and Aaron a bomb. Y'all are gonna be blown away today, uh, tomorrow. Uh, so I'm fired hey, up look, for that. Um, but my thought process is, uh, I pay attention to what you guys smoke and what you guys like, and um, I notice that most people like what I like because they know I have a. A, a low tolerance, a zero tolerance mm-hmm. for cigars that's, that's not good. So when I say something good, a lot of guys kind of go out and chase it. I trust your you opinion know. on yeah. that. You don't, pull, you don't pull any punches. Yeah, no, nah, I don't hold any punches. I'm a straight shooter. But um, I, I kind of think I know your palate. Me and your palate are very similar, Mark. They you are. Know? So uh, the things you've sent me, I've, I've enjoyed fully. And... Um, that makes I me happy. F- I feel like the things that I have on my scale, if I send them to you, you'll enjoy them too. So you know, it's awesome. And I just be, I just sit back and hope they're not stuff that you have. If 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 you do, I'd be like, great, he got more of it. He like yeah. it, so that's good. You know, <laughs> yeah. so. Well, the stuff you, because you've got you've got me a couple times, and I, um, you and I do have very similar palettes. I, you you were joking with uh, Nigel the other day about he liked it, and you were giving him a hard time about his scale. Um, but when you say it's 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 a good scar and I'm buying it, I'm like going, okay, <clears throat> I need to look at that because got to put it on the list. I got to put that on the list because Jeremy and I do we overlap. I mean, with the stuff that you really like, I really like, and so when you say there's something you like, I, I pay attention. There's people, and this is something that Aaron and I talk about. There's people whose palates match up with yours, and you and I do. And not everybody's. Nigel's and I's don't match up perfectly. Yeah. And so I know sometimes he'll really like a cigar, and I'll go, I'm not sure about that. Mm -hmm. I also know that he's he's much like me that he'll say he likes a cigar, and it's okay. It's not like and that's what you're giving a hard time because he was going, he's going, it's fine, and you were giving him a, is it really really good or is it just good? (laughs) <laughs> and you were laying into him a little bit about that. He goes, I've learned the lesson on that. Because um, Nigel is always respectful, even um, even when he's reviewing a cigar. Oh, that, was, that was a nice cigar. Yeah. And that doesn't mean go buy a box of that. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, Jeremy's learned the lesson that I've learned. Because yeah. I've, heard, I've heard that. Now, some people will tell you, like Zoe will tell you, I didn't like that cigar worth the shit. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe is overcritical sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you go, was it okay at least? He goes, no, it's fine. I just, I, and you know, wouldn't buy it again. And I go, okay. Did you smoke all of it? Yeah, I liked it well enough. Hey, sometimes that works just as well. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so your drive over here to Memphis. Mm. You're 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 riding with cigars. Yeah. What cigars? What what are your top cigars you're riding with? The top cigars I'm riding with. Man, I can't even tell you all the cigars. 
Well, like, yeah, I got like, like thirty cigars. In my no, I mean like room. like what like what's your like what's your top like top what's five. your what's your top that you are not that shit ain't flying out the window. What's, oh man, come on now. Um, the crown here is La Carima. Mm. That's a uh, that's for sure not flying. Um, yep. You know the Inejo not flying. Yep. Um, I got a couple black labels in there. I don't think none of the black labels flying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh I got me some some uh black crack, uh black label, petite coronas. I love those cigars. Those not flying at all. You know, um That's the perfect size for that cigar too. That is just it's just a crazy good well, smoke. Doug yes. and I were talking about the Toro today, or like, man, it just doesn't doesn't hold up. It doesn't work at all, but in that Petite Corona size. Oh, that's perfect. Amazing, perfect, man. Amazing. So, yeah. did are you jumped on to the Karloff train? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm all the way on it. I'm the I'm the I'm the, the conductor. conductor. <laughs> <laughs> that's correct. You and somebody who's going to be on in a little bit, Matt. You guys are battling for the most Karloffs, and so Matt is buying another box of Karloffs, <laughs> and I know that may put him closer to the lead. I am offering up my Karloffs if you need more Karloffs to go back in the lead. Because I want you, because you're you're from our neck of the woods, I want you to be in charge. As my good friend now just say, just tell the man, thank you. Thank you, you, Mark. That's because I love you, brother. And I want you to be in charge. You're the conductor. That's a good cigar. Well, I I feel like you owe him since you stole his ranking system, too. I did. Oh no, it's just payment for it. I didn't steal it. I'm just paying him for it. It's just it's just clearly a compensation trade. Yeah, man. You know that Carlo got that um as my friend Kevin will say, that uh condensed milk flavor. <laughs> you know, I, I love that condensed milk flavor, man. That licorice condensed milk, you know. Good cigar. So you so the ones you labeled, I mean, they're they're of the stronger the stronger side. And if you said you like the Nicaraguan and everything yeah. and the San Andreas, so you, you, you favor more towards the full body and the, do you like the spicier side? Some of those aren't really aren't spicy, but they are robust for sure. Yeah. The thing about it, I've, I've grown a tolerance for spicy cigars mm-hmm. now. Like they don't seem as spicy as they used to. Mm-hmm. You know, I've only been smoking since May. So, you know, I went through a, I went through this phase where, you know how the AJ Fernandez has that spice in it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stand it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I really didn't like AJ. Mm-hmm. None of his cigars, just okay. just for that reason. But then I grown to love it. Now I love AJ cigars. I yeah. love Tatuajes, yeah. and you know Tatuajes, they had their spice in most of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the Black Label. Yeah, they gonna have their spice in them all the time, and well, I, I really enjoyed it. I've got a, uh, I've got a spicy cigar for you. Oh, Jesus. I've heard of your spices. Burn your face off. I don't know about right. that. I got, I got one for you. I'll right. try it, man. Now look, it can't, if just, it's hotter than a just, the cloud just, hopper, oh, my goodness. Just don't, just don't let me know if it flies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It'll fly. It does for me. I smoked it because it was a review. But I, in, in the, and I, I told Jeremy this because they were talking about so, this. So, so we'll just if it had been in real life. That first third, I would have gone. What in so, the so fuck we'll, is we'll, wrong with we'll, this cigar? We'll clip the first third off. No, have, no. Him, have him smoke the second. No, second third's decent. No. Final third's I, bad. No. I said that. I said that tonight to Matt about a cigar. I said, "What if I just 
cut the first third off. He said, no, it's not going to be hot enough. It's not going to taste the same. So you can't do that. You can't do it. That might be the most enjoyable part for it might, me. It might be. Hey, I'm, you might like it. Yeah. I. It seriously needs about 50 years of age. Oh. It needs a little bit. But I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I know. Listen, listening back to that show, I'm like, you know what? I like it. I, I sense that. I think that's the point that I got out of that. <laughs> I did not. Yeah, well, I mean, we all the first four, four or five pups of that cigar, seriously. I mean, it, it, it just was just. Yeah, it's a hot son of a bitch. It's a hot son of a bitch. As they say, in, it, <clears throat> the kids say nowadays, it's a hot son of a bitch. That's the kids. <laughs> right. <laughs> if I ever hear just a, a kid, like my niece or nephew, say that's a hot son of a bitch, I'd be like, okay, I know you probably heard that from me. Yeah. Like I probably taught you that, so yeah. don't, don't let your dad know. Yeah. So you, you're you a relatively new cigar smoker. Was the did you get into LCC to, to experience new cigars? Why, why, why LCC? I did. I got into LCC to experience uh, new cigars. I, I've seen them a few times uh, posted. They unboxing on uh, just various YouTube channels. And this, this one box just stood out, man. Um, the July Platinum box, man. It just stood out to me. And I said, I got to join this club to get this box. Cool. And I joined the club, and it was too late to get that box. I didn't know. Right. Because <laughs> they sent it out the first of the month. So I'm I'm joining, like, the middle of the month thinking I'm going to get this box. And uh, Get the, the August box. The box. box wasn't coming. <laughs> but I called. I called Ben, you know, them having the customer service they do. He said, let me check, man. I'm going to check, and if we got this box, you can get this box. Ooh, I'm, I'm looking at the July box. That's, and they sent that box out, man. That was a good it, box. What was in the July box? <clears throat> so the July box had the um, had the firecracker. Yeah, United. I like that. It had that three-pack. Oh, the brown bag? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, mat, the black bag. Yeah, the um, uh, the, ba- uh, the bastard? No, the Bastidos. I'm pretty yeah, sure that's my, not a snake. Yeah, they lost and found. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a Fuente 2015, I believe. Yep. Don uh, Carlos anniversary. Yeah, Don Carlos. Oh. And then the uh, Valicari. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Valicari was, was good, box. man. Did you like the black bag? I, man, that T-Mirror cat. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a good scar out of that, that one. That T-Mirror cat was... I haven't smoked it yet. Ooh. Surprise. You Dude, I'm horrible at smoking. Like, I have three cigars, cigars from my very first luxury box of September of 19. Man. Yeah. That T-Mericat. I'm going to tell you this. Chris, luxury, luxury cigar Chris, mm-hmm. the founder, he told me he got a surprise for me. He told me he found me some T-Mericats. He on his way. Here and right now, they're picking him up from the airport. So. He's coming down six thirty at this very moment. I'm gonna give him a big hug. I heard the he door. I heard the door open. I think he's here. You oh. think he's here? I think he's here. That motherfucker's in the house. Okay. I think the boss is in the house. Boss is in the house. Boss in the house. Sweet. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> that was it. Was an interesting one. That's a lot of cigars in one box. First of all, that a lot the, of cigars. Th- th- three and that firecracker. I actually in the in the uh, Black Friday thing, I bought some more of those firecrackers because I liked that cigar. That was a good cigar. That's a perfect size. Well, they and they had they had six of the that same size cigar, and mm-hmm. I love that size cigar because yeah. it was a little fatter, 
but it it smoked. It was just beautiful smoke. Mm-hmm. You you have um, you've really dove in, in into the boutique cigars. Are there some of those boutique cigars that you're a big fan of? Some of you know the smaller labels that you're. We've talked about the Fuente, but is there some boutique cigar that you're a big fan of um, that's not a big label? Yeah, man, black black label is yeah. That is uh, that is one of my favorite brands, man. To this day, Black Label makes some great cigars, and they they uh, factory exclusive cigars are just fabulous. I smoked one the other day, um, uh, the Memento Mori, and it was just oh my goodness, it blew my mind. They make the last rites, right? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I smoked one of those last <laughs> night. That, and I've not smoked a, a ton of the black labels, but I smoked that last rites again. I smoked it. I've smoked a couple, three of those, and I smoked one last night. And I thought, yeah, that reminds me. I need to get on that train. <laughs> to, to this day, Black Label is, has produced killer the only, bees, right? Yeah, they they've produced the only Candela that I like. Is you haven't tried the Mister Candela from haven't, uh, haven't, Sinistro? Haven't tried that one, but they so Black Label does the. Uh, the Green Hornet. If you only knew somebody the, who had some of those in the humidor that liked you. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't like me. The oh, Neon Tiger. <laughs> neon Tiger got candela on the I got I got one of those from oh, from Nigel, I believe, yeah. and Kevin. So I got I think I got two of those. Yeah. They, yeah. But again, I haven't smoked it yet. <laughs> the, the Mr. Candela from Sinistra. I'll bring you one of those. The okay. Excellent. Now, Black Label is, that's probably my, that's the one I can't wait for us to get into the shop. That's the one that everybody's really been chomping at the bit for here. Cool. So we always, uh, the last question we always ask everybody um, is your most memorable cigar. I know you're a new cigar smoker. It doesn't have to be the most expensive or the, the fanciest cigar. It can be the moment or the time or who you smoked it with, but it can be the most fancy cigar. What's the most memorable cigar that you've ever smoked? The most memorable cigar I ever smoked would probably be the Karloff. That's a good cigar. The Karloff. The one that opened the gates to being the conductor. Man, the one that opened the gates to be the conductor. Have you smoked any of the other monsters? Have you smoked the I Chuck? Have. I have. Okay. Um, I think the face may be my favorite monster. That's one that gets overlooked. Like it does. it's always like Jason or Freddie or something like that. But you know why face, right? Um, leather, the, the le- um, Mexican San Andreas. Yeah, man. yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know it till after I smoked. It. I was like, "Why wow, I like this cigar so much?" And I yeah. looked at it. I'm like, "What? Okay." So you you've had the Martinez. Haven't oh you? yeah. So you're forty. You team forty five then? Team forty five. Team forty five. Oh, my man. Oh man. That San Andreas, it, it just hits. I, w- I wish you could have had San Andreas from ten years ago. Why would you? And then, it no, on no, me. I'm just saying, yeah. like, and then like have it now and just see yeah. how it has progressed. I don't just, wish that on just you. so amazingly. It is. I like what we like, Jeremy. What are you doing? <laughs> Because it's kind of like... I wish kinda, you could have smoked some of those old DMOs that were shit, Aaron. It's, okay, That's it, what I wish you could have done. It's kind of like this. I My very first car... And maybe some of those peach uh, um, things from the <laughs> Walgreens. I'll go get you some. My, it, it's like this. It's like this. My very first car was a 90, was an 89 Oldsmobile Cutlass Sierra 
turd brown. Horrible. Sure. Moe's first car, a Volvo S60. Like, yeah, I mean. Both ways uphill in snow with no shoes on. I like, got it. Like, it's, it's like appreciated because you got in on the good side. You didn't have to go <laughs> through is, the turmoil. Did you smoke a Tiamo? Oh, probably. Okay. I mean, it's. You'd remember if you did. Not probably. <laughs> you'd remember it because it, trust me. I remember. Yeah. I, I don't, you don't have to ask me if I remember because I remember. I'm trying to remember what the first time I had a San Andreas that really flipped the switch for me. Yeah. It's probably that Romeo, if I had to guess. Yeah. That Romeo San Andreas. I'm glad I'm glad you paid the way for me, man. You struggle, you struggle so much for right. me, man. So I, I, got, I got all the shit out yeah, of you got yeah. All, all yeah. that. Just for you. Oh yeah, he fought Thank all the you. battles. Yeah. <laughs> he did. He's such a champion. Hey. The things I do. Jesus. <laughs> you are so full of shit. Oh, I just want to call it out. All right? the time. All, all the, the time. time. Yeah. All the time. And you and you did you still did your pregame routine. So you and you're still. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There's some inside baseball there right there. There yeah. you go. Stock trading. Stock trading. That's right. Well, dude, I want to say for a couple of things. I want to say, first of all, I'm grateful for the conversation and the time we spent in St. Louis. I'm super fired up for the time we spent here. Great idea getting together. I'm super uh, excited of this. Yeah. This has come, I think, a little more than you and I anticipated when we had that conversation. Yeah. And it's like 100 times better. For, so. the, for the longest time, I honestly thought it was just going to be us three. Just hanging yeah, which, out and having a night. For the record, would have been, which would have been, awesome. been enough. I was yeah. prepared for it. I yeah. was right. prepared yeah. for it. But it's been, become more, and I'm grateful for it. But I'm yeah. grateful for you and I having that conversation, and I'm, I'm grateful for that time we spent together that night. Uh, you and Kevin and I uh, created a bond that night that I, I'm sure is never gonna, never gonna leave. So um, thank you for all, you, all the friendship and all the time we spent together. It means a lot to me personally. So the feeling is mutual, my friend. The so. feeling is mutual. Thanks for the time tonight, and uh, uh, thanks for being on the podcast. This was great. Yep. Let's uh, let's see who else is uh, coming up in the chair. Oh God, shortly. help us! I know who's third. Oh, uh, you know, God who's third. help us all. Let's uh, <laughs> let, let's get them prepped. We have the man himself now. The energy that drives the Discord. Man, let me tell you. One of my favorite people in the entire fucking world. You know, honestly, I'm going to say uh, one of Moe's favorite people in the entire world now, just after dinner tonight. He is, um, first of all, one of the most genuinely authentic, nice people that I know. Yes. And he's he's a funny motherfucker for a <laughs> Coloradan. Okay, Col- is that is that what is that what it's called? Coloradan? Is that really? That's not right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. We ha- who do we have? You 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 introduce the man, the myth. We the have um, uh, Bearcat Maximus, mm-hmm. somebody who I've known for eight months, ten months on the Discord. Somebody who's on, for the record, just as much as I am. Just saying. So daily. Daily. What what I love is like. If, like, we're just herfing or doing whatever, you get, like, the bear bombs. Just, like, a quick in, just smiling and just head <laughs> nod. And then, like, a puff of smoke, he's gone again. Yeah. He's uh, very much like a puff of smoke. <laughs> I would describe, I think that that is, that's a perfect description. Yep. 
Um, I love the big smile. I love the big, big laugh. I love the attitude. He's one of those people. It's hard to, after talking to, to be in a bad mood from. So, um, welcome to the podcast, Bear. Thank you for having me. And you flew in today um, from Colorado. Your arms are tired. Yes, sir. Jesus. <laughs> Standard dad joke. Yeah. Standard dad joke. But And you and I have spent the day together. All day. It's been fucking awesome. And nobody's gotten throat punched. I mean, that is true. I hadn't thought about that, but that's factually accurate. The day's not over. I guess the day is over. We're, we're into Saturday at this point. Saturday. We're, we're, we're reaching the muffin point of the day. That's to me is when the word muffin becomes funny. <laughs> so, so that is not actually true. Muffin is not funny. No. Except for Bear fucking laughed. And now whenever Bear laughs, I have to See, laugh. But, but that's what I'm saying. Like we're, we're reaching. No, the Bear mu- laughed. The only reason I'm laughing is because Bear good. laughed. I never thought of muffin as being funny, but it's but, pretty funny. But the word muffin, like at that certain time, you know, you, your construction wise you've yeah. done those late jobs late at the night you're just tired you need that second wind but like it's two in the morning and that word is funny that's the muffin method or you're you're in that muffin zone that's that's wow. yeah. we're reaching i don't know what i'm more horrified with that is you think the word muffin is funny or that you've thought about this long enough to have a fucking theory about words being funny at two in the morning it happens it just okay nothing good happens you're a very after midnight no <laughs> To quote the great <laughs> Nigel Alston. The Don. The Don. Yeah. Well, welcome to the show, Bear. You are, um, we've been, we're excited to have you on. And I know, uh, I know we've spent the day together, so we've talked about a ton of stuff, but we're looking forward to uh, talking to you about cigars and, and whatever else. Uh, we're fired up to have you on. Let's do it. So what do you, uh, what are you smoking at the point, at this point? I believe it is an Añejo. It is an Añejo. Everybody's smoking these. You were just generous with your Añejos. Well, these are my brothers. And uh, the point of having nice cigars is so that your brothers can smoke them along with you. And that means very much to me. But you also lit up something new as well. Uh, I lit up the Epicure from Crux, which was, for the record, in my top uh, 10. The Epicure Maduro. The Epicure Maduro. Um, and it is an amazing cigar, even though that it has a blue band and it's technically a faux double band. You and I will fight over this. I don't think that's a blue band because they have a blue band with the, with the bull and bear, uh, band that's teal. So apparently there is going to be throat punching there. But other than that, I agree with you wholeheartedly. That just not wasn't in my top 10. That was the top yeah. of the top 10. This is just a, an amazing cigar. Yeah. So I'm going to say um, Crux is one of my favorite new finds for me, and I know they've been around for a while. Um, but they are an amazing cigar. Oh, I I have literally their rep in this region negative it, to say. is 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 a uh, an amazing rep. Um, of Sam is <clears throat> Sam is just spectacular. We have we have amazing reps. Sam is in a whole other category. Yep, he's um, he's one of my three favorite reps that you have. Yep, yep. So. So, Bear, you, um, unlike the last two guys who have been smoking for a matter of months, you've smoked cigars for a while. So do you remember your first cigar? I do. What was was it, and when was it? 
12 years ago. Um, walked into a B&M in Denver, and it was uh, Juicy Lucy. Okay. I picked up a Juicy Lucy and uh, a root. Delicious. I remember Juicy Lucy. Hooked me up. I so you guys it. both started the same way. You you started through what I consider the traditional girl path. No, it's, no, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> you started the flavored mm. cigar approach through uh, uh, aroma, and I apologize to all the ladies because I know Dee <laughs> listens, and Dee didn't start that way. Ooh. Leanne listens; she didn't start that way. Yeah. A lot of girl lists, a lot of, and I, I so I, I apologize because I know a lot. Do of you want a backhoe? To dig that hole even deeper? <laughs> I do. I know that that's unfair. But I know a lot of people, including big, uh, hairy biker guys, start cigars uh, through uh, through uh, through the uh, to this, through estate. To this day, we sell more flavored and infused cigars to, to the, the big giant trucker yeah. biker guys. So you started through the flavored cigars. Yeah, and, and it's, you know, you walk in, they say, have you ever smoked a cigar? And... No, but I would like to start. Yeah. And a lot of, um, you know, they just, that's where they direct you. They don't, they don't uh, point you in Davidoff or any of those directions. Um, yeah. And then they say, okay, you're going to want to try these first, ease into it, and then go from there. I just see Lucy is a pretty good cigar, though. I mean, I love, that's that's I love both of them. Yeah, those the root isn't one of my favorites, but the Juicy Lucy is um, is is a, is a good cigar. I've smoked the root, um, the dirt, and all those. Uh, I prefer I the more. I've I prefer the sweeter side of that equation, but um, they're good cigars and they're well made. They're well constructed. They burn like a champ, and and they're they're good smokes. It's a good way to start. Yeah. How long did you do the flavored thing? And oh, probably a couple of years. I really got into the acid line. Um, followed that line for quite a bit. Had a good rapport um, back and forth with Drew Estate. Sent me a lot of free swag, a lot of uh, great cigars. Um, so I just stayed on that course for a while. Okay. And then just slowly, my palate was changing and. Just was, I, I would go into, and, and I still to this day, and that's part of why I'm with luxury is I'd go in and I'd pick five cigars that I had never tried before. And that's just the way I thought. Yeah, right. like I, there's so many cigars in here. Yeah. I want to try them all. Right. Which is, as you know, is impossible. Sure. <laughs> So. It's worth a try, though. It's, I'm, I, yeah, I'll, I'll give Not it a, a It's a good start. I'll give it the college try. <laughs> yeah. I'm still Somebody's going to do it. Still going. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the brick and mortar like in, in Denver area? Well, you're, you're not in Denver. You're north of Denver, correct? At the time, I was in just uh, just outside in a suburb of Denver. And um, for the most part, they all carry the same thing mm-hmm. um, back then, especially. You could walk into one, like walking into another one. Yeah. There was no, um, you know, no distinct. No, there was standard nothing. big brands. Yeah, you just walk in, pick out your cigars, go out, cut and light, and then leave. Um, it wasn't until I joined this club that I really got into the community of it. You know, you'd have some mild conversation, how's the weather, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, sports talk, but um, a lot of the times it was in and out. 
in and out, no depth to relationship or anything. So you never really found a home in those in those cigar shops? No, not really. There's one that grew on me a bit, but then um, right when started to get into it, COVID hit. So it, it, it had actually been quite a while. I was happy just sitting on my back porch, smoking while I was smoking, smoking meat and, yeah. you know, smoking cigars. I was happy. Yeah. So how long have you been a member of LCC? Um, my first box was in July, and I started right at the tail end of June of uh, okay. last year. So it's uh, it's been quite a fast track um, in this club. And anybody that joins um, knows that when you get in here, you're kind of tentative. But I'm not that way. I jump in feet first. What's up? Talk smack. Talk uh-huh. shit to everybody. Uh-huh. You know, if I see something, I like to play word uh, on words a lot. So that that's the fun part to me. And I I always go by the school of thought is if you can't take a joke, then we can't be friends. Yep. Yeah. Well, and I, I love, like you talking about, you know, talking smack because, you know, you're a Broncos fan. I'm a Chiefs fan. We have multiple Raiders fans. Hell, you even had a little nice little side bit between uh, you and uh, you and Gmo about the the pocky the pocky chip. Just got that in the mail uh, about two days ago. Looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever done that before? I've never done it before. Watched the YouTube's on it, and uh, it scares me to death. Have you ever seen the <laughs> Have you seen the video of me doing it? No. So me and Steve. Um, the old manager here, the old the old podcast partner, we did it for when in the challenge was big. We did it, and then uh, we called out somebody else. Mm-hmm. To this day, that is the only thing that has ever made me hiccup from the, <laughs> from the heat. And it was weird. It was a weird sensation because I love hot stuff. I grew up eating peppers. You know, you know, Dad would always be like, "Here, have this jalapeno." And, so habanero or whatever, and I, I just grew up eating hot stuff. That chip, wow. So I don't think you're helping him. No, I'm, just, I, I'm, I, just I, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it only because it's a bet with a Raiders fan. Yeah. And I've always hated the Raiders. Amen. I, so I something, oh, I, I, feel, I feel the kumbaya just for a second. <laughs> yeah. the, the connection between you two for, over this moment is really, I feel like I've gone away for a second. Uh, we were looking deep in the eyes. Yes. We were. It was a little creepy. <laughs> Normal rivalry between the Chiefs and the Broncos, and uh-huh. then next level. Between Everybody the, hates the Raiders? Yeah. Okay. But especially I do. Especially? Yeah. Okay. I think they were in the playoffs going towards the Super Bowl, and um, my daughter called me. I was at my buddy's house, and she said, Dad, would it be, uh, would it, would it be okay if I rooted for the Raiders? And I said, don't ever fucking call me again. <laughs> and I hung up on her. And um, my wife called me. She goes, did you just cuss at our daughter? And I said, absolutely. Yes, she, I did. She said, why? I said, because she wants to root for the fucking Raiders. <laughs> and she was like, I'll talk with her. <laughs> she, I believe she rooted for the Titans. Dear, that was a good call. This. Good call. <laughs> Titans are safe. <laughs> but it is. It's like, you know, I, we have in our family, my mom's best friend was a Broncos fan. 
but it's like it always hurt her whenever the Broncos play the Raiders. She's like, I've got to, I've got to root for the Broncos, and it just it takes a little bit of your soul away. <laughs> I always root for both quarterbacks to get their legs broken. Yeah. <laughs> was there? Uh, and I know this isn't, uh, but was there ever a better moment when Jay Cutler was a Bronco and they played the Chargers? And uh, what's-his-name was the quarterback for the Chargers, um, Phillip Rivers. And so they were both, like, whiny little uh, schniveling whatevers, and they would play each other. And you got the feeling it was soon to be a goalie fight at midfield because they were both, like, they were both, like... Who can who can complain the most? Who can complain the most? And yeah. you go, there's going to be a goalie fight anytime. I would, I would have loved to see that, but neither one of them... Whatever, step up to that plate. No, no, because you got to have a tough goalie for that to happen, yeah. right? You gotta, yeah. <laughs> so, so you've been a lifelong Coloradian. Coloradian. You've lived in Colorado your entire life. Born and raised, and probably die there. Okay. Um, I love it. I love the area. Um, I love being able to be go up to the mountains, 30, 45 minutes away. Be away from the city. Grew up uh, going to the mountains probably four or five, six times a year. Um, and just hanging out up there and just being away from everything. And then coming back for, you know, after that, after a week up there, um, coming back to the city was actually a little bit of a shock. Because, um, you know, you're up, while you're up there, where we would go, you had to f- hike in five miles, yeah. pack in everything. And uh, some of the stuff that you use would be buried underneath a, you know, a giant tree, felled tree. And you'd pull it out of black bags and, you know, you immediately go into work mode. Right. There's no time to, you know, mess around or anything. Everybody has a duty. Um, and you just get right to it. It's just about survival, making food, making shelter, making fire. Those are just key components and then you come back to the city and it's just like what do I you know why am I here is it yeah. is that is the uh, is the wilderness like your happy place I I I find my happy place everywhere mm-hmm. you know I um and that's why you know I come onto the hearth and I see you guys and, that, and that's my happy place I go to work and I sing all day um you know and I I'm happy there I'm happy driving home for the most part and you know, I'm I'm happy being here. I'm happy. Yeah. I like to be happy. Yeah, I like to be um, enjoying myself to the fullest, no matter where I go. I don't think I've ever seen you not smile. So. <laughs> yeah, just it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> it is. So, what kind of? I know you're <clears throat> you're expanding your palate, and you and I have talked a lot of different cigars. But what kind of cigars do you traditionally like? I know you smoke a ton of different cigars, but what kind of, what type of cigars do you like smoking? Um, I, I can't pinpoint exactly what type of cigar I like. And that's part of my problem is finding a cigar that, you know, a lot of the people that I'd, I'd, uh, I'd come across and encounter, they, they get this cigar and that's all they smoke. Right. I, and, and I kind of never wanted to be like that. I wanted to be um, I- expanding my palate at all times. Yep. And uh, so 
being here and being with you guys and guys like you, I get to pick your brains and say, okay, you like that. Why do you like that? Um, this afternoon was my first time with the crux as well. Yeah. Same one you're smoking. And I completely enjoyed it. And then I just smoked a block uh, by dissident. And oh, I love that cigar. I could smoke that again right now. Yeah. yeah. Good but cigar. This is a great one to follow it as well. Yeah. So what do I like? I like a good cigar, yeah. like a good cigar. What would you smoke at dinner tonight? At dinner tonight, I smoked uh, I smoked a Cuban that I got from uh, one of our members, Pablo, um, Pablocito. Um, shout out to him. Uh, he sent, he's my Cuban hookup, and um, I appreciate them probably a little more than your average smoker. I delved a little bit into the background of the um, of cigars and how they came about and why, and so. They kind of have an affinity for them. Yeah. So even if they're not great to other people, I appreciate the subtleties that are in them. The history, the the the, the variation that is Cuban. Mm -hmm. So they don't have to be a perfect cigar. They're just the the what a Cuban is. That's that's what attracts me is that it's Cuban. Yeah. The wrapper, the flavor. You know, it's just all part of it, and where. It, where it's coming from, um, I, I guess what I'm most attracted to is what is the what is the roller trying to say to me? What is the yeah. person that blended this cigar? Yeah. What are they trying to say to me? What are they trying to convey through this stick that I'm lighting on fire? Yeah. It's almost like paying your respects mm -hmm. to yeah. the craft. Yeah. I mean, the, the OG of the cigar world. Yep, absolutely. So I'm not going to let you off that easily. So, um, so give me top five, top six and a half, top seven cigars. Six that and you, a half. Six whatever you, you want. <laughs> um, what are, what are your top go-to cigars? Um, at this point, uh, I really like in the morning, probably, um, I, I, I enjoy a Cuban in the morning. Okay. And that's my go-to in the mornings. Okay. Um, or something light and creamy that goes with coffee. Um, and then I'll break into, on the way home, um, I'll probably go with something a little bit more robust, something with a little bit more flavor on the sweeter side, maybe, uh, San Andreas. As far as a particular cigar, again, it just all depends. Because every day... I look into my travel humidor and I'm like, okay, I smoked four, seven, eight cigars last night. I need to refill that. But then I'll, I'll rotate them over with the ones that didn't get smoked on top and then go from there. And then that's how, how I kind of approach my daily smoke. Mm -hmm. So favorites, I, I, I can't say, I can't nail down a favorite other than, um, uh, Angel Share that's been fantastic. I discovered that this this year. Um, that was phenomenal, phenomenal. And then um, the Crown Head, Stolen Throne. I think that's it. Um, mm -hmm. God, I I ate it. I ate the nub live <laughs> on on the hearth. I was I was enamored with it. Uh, the smoke while it was just burning. 
I just wafted it over my face and just allowed it to the just, ground, just be immersed. Yeah. yeah, that was it was a beautiful scar, and I didn't want it to end. Yeah, and it was so much so that I <coughs> ate it, and it was uh, and you know, there's been two cigars that I've eaten the nub on live on her and, <laughs> and people couldn't believe it. Well, it's just like what we, I'm not surprised. Well, it's just like what we just got done talking with Jeremy about. It's that that San Andreas. It mm-hmm. it's, it's fucking hidden right now, man. I still don't throw them so good. Crook of the Crown, they uh they got it right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Smoked a call of arms, the Sumatra version. Sumatra smoke. Man. Man those mm-hmm. those those dudes right there are killing it. I love it. I love it. <clears throat> so last question we asked this one. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one in after that, but uh uh we always ask the most memorable cigar. It uh, can be a, a special cigar. It can be a special moment. It can be who you're smoking it with. Um, uh, it can be anything to you. What's the most memorable cigar you've ever smoked? Um, a recent, I would say it was uh, the Bull. And okay. we were on the Herf. And um, there was a, a story told by Padre who came on before me. Um you know, he's uh, struggling at the time and uh, poured his heart out to us. And then it turned into what we affectionately know as the shit show, where we just, you know, to kind of break the tension of that, we just kind of told shit stories for two yep. hours, three mm-hmm. hours. Yeah. But there's probably 14 of us on there at the time, and we laughed our faces off, yep. literally, just and while we smoked that cigar. And it's a it's a two hour cigar easily, yeah. and um, so that's the most recent one. And then before that, probably a um, probably a Cohiba that I got from my uncle when he was uh, out in uh, Brazil, and he brought that back, and I was smoking it. And I had been to this job site maybe a week, week and a half, and I drove right past the job site because I was just completely stoned from the from the nicotine and i looked up and i was like i don't know where i'm at right now <laughs> it was not a good breakfast cigar just duly noted but it was a good cigar it was a great cigar memorable yeah yeah i remember a couple of our cigars and i think one of those was that cigar that you remember where greg and i were having that conversation and you and i and him uh, got emotional talking about <clears throat> some things we were all going through. Um, and I remember the laughing afterwards because we, we spent an hour pretty much um, talking some pretty deep shit, right? Real deep. Really talking to each other and <clears throat> supporting each other. And then uh, it did turn like it always does to, to laughter and support and all those things. I, I remember that night very clearly. I was going to bring that up if you did not. Um, because that was, a that was a big time night. I was trying not to cry. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> at the moment too. But um, yeah, that was a, that was a big moment. It was a catalyst. It that, was. That whole night was a catalyst. It was. And, um, you sharing your story with us and, um, the deep emotions that were involved with that. Uh, it was, it was, it was, uh, it was surreal. Yeah. It was, it was a surreal moment and. Um, 
you know, I, I related the story to my wife and you guys are going to have a, a meetup in St. Louis. Uh, you know, yep. Martinez Cigars yep. was coming out there, and a couple of you guys, and my wife looked at me and she goes, so you're going, right? Right. I said, I am now. Yeah. And that was, uh, the, the, the second time you're referencing that was I was on the memorial for the shooting mm-hmm. and I came back on a little too soon afterwards. Um, and you all caught that raw afterwards and I'm getting a little emotional. I apologize about that. Um, and, uh, that was a tough night. So it, um, for me, it, it, it made you to me more human, you know, um, sometimes you get on and you're quiet and you got a lot of work on your mind and, I do. um, that weighs heavy on your mind. And then to see that raw emotion from you, um, my brother, um, it just, it touched me and it, it, uh, it, it drove me to want to come and see you so much that in relating that story to uh, my wife, she had, she, she didn't even hesitate to say, you know, you need to go. And only one condition for you going out there is that you give Mark the biggest hug. And, and, and that's not hard for me. I'm, I'm a hugger, as uh, Aaron no. has found out. Uh, you know, I believe we're, we're seven yes. in now, Yes, which is, I think, a record. Oh, it's without question a record. It's 100% record. Yeah. So. Quota is done for the year, but I know there's probably going to be more. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, it was a pretty awesome night. And that hug was uh, incredibly meaningful to me. And I'm, I'm grateful for that hug and all that it symbolizes between you and I, brother. It's, it, it was, we already had a relationship. We did. But it, but it felt like the beginning of a relationship. It did. And it, it, it held so much in it and no words were spoken. Nope. We saw each other and just open arms like, yep. Yep. Here it is. This it is was. it, man. And, and what I've learned a lot in this herf is when somebody's struggling or somebody has a lot on their mind, um, you want to say something. You want to say, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, you know, sorry for your loss or yeah. whatever it happens to be. Um, but what I've learned is that you, you can say a lot without saying it. And you just look at somebody and tell them, you know, I, I know this is not a video, but you just, you're saying, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I feel you. I've experienced it, or I can relate for whatever reason. It strikes a chord with me. So, yeah, just just the empathy. Yeah. And just, yeah. Yeah. And just allowing yourself to be open to that other person um, and what they're going through without interjecting your own words, which really screw things up. Words do really screw things up. Yeah. Yeah, I uh that hug was pretty awesome. That weekend uh I'm glad we're getting a repeat so Eric can join us. Some more people can join us, but that weekend was pretty special. This weekend's gonna be pretty special. Already is. It is, and I love you, brother. Yeah. You know that's I love true. You, man. This is uh this is pretty awesome. So uh, it was it's great to have you on. Um, this was pretty cool. Uh, I'm glad the world gets to know you. I'm super grateful for 
the positive impact you have on the herf. I don't think people understand. I don't think you understand when you come on the herf, the positive way that you impact all of our lives. You are, you truly are uh, a force for the positive attitude that in even those days when I'm quiet and I know I, I do let work run me over and that's true. You and I've had long conversations about this, mm-hmm. but you come on with that big smile and all the positive energy and it impacts. I don't think you appreciate how many people that you impact on a daily basis with your, your vibe, dude. And so it's hard to hear that it's, it, and not hard from, the standpoint that it's it's difficult it's just i just try to come in and just say you know i enjoy being here and i'm glad you're here and i'm glad i'm here with you yeah and that's what i try to convey that yeah. you know there's life has been such a wild ride yeah. such a wild ride for me and to be at this point here with you guys in this moment the the plane was only the plane ride was only two hours but it felt like forever and i was singing on the plane and when i could feel the descent coming down i just got i just was so happy i was singing on the plane and i didn't care you know when (laughs) when people kept glancing over you know and they glance over like why is this guy singing with his headphones on uh, Christmas songs? And, you know, cause it's all offline stuff. So it's whatever randomly yeah. plays on your phone. And I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait to get in here. I couldn't wait to see you guys. I couldn't wait to smoke and be in this room. And just before sitting in the room, I was looking around, looking at the guys and I'm like, we're sitting in a fucking lounge smoking inside and enjoying ourselves to to, yeah. to no end. And I think that's underappreciated. And, I, and sometimes I, I look at people, I'm like, I hope you have some of that in your life. I hope you have something to look forward to. And then you have to celebrate that 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 small energy that's uh, put out there. And yeah. I, I'm a big energy person where I, I, I gather energy. And whether it's negative or positive, and I just gather it to myself, and then I put it out as positive, and just yeah. like, okay, let's do this. Let's let's find a solution to a problem. Let's do that. Like I get excited for problems, because then it's like, oh, there's 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 a solution. There's yeah. a solution to this, and that's part of the fun of it to me is finding that or finding some joy inside of that. Yeah, I just. Uh, I- just grateful that you're in my life. And I, I think there's a lot, a lot of people who feel the same way. He texted me yesterday or today from the plane, I believe, or from taking off uh, one of my favorite bands, <laughs> a, li- a lyric from when the levee breaks from Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <clears throat> and I knew that fucker's on the way. <laughs> that, that motherfucker right there is on the way. And I'm super fired up about that. Um, and I had a rough morning at work because it's been a rough week, but it doesn't really matter because it's what I get paid to do. And, uh, when I shut, shut that off and I, and he texted me, uh, you know, on the ground and I went, yeah, you know what? It's all gonna be okay. It's going to be good, man. Let's make it happen. Let's make it good. So thank, thank you for all you've done. 
for me personally, for the for the for the group in general, um, you, you know, make the world a better place. You're 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 my my shining example of that, my friend. I I'm grateful you guys had me on here. Um, as you know, I was extremely nervous. I know. Um, to be on radio with you guys. You were great. You guys make me feel comfortable. I feel much more relaxed. Plus the bourbon's kicking in a little bit. <laughs> Sweet. So that's, that's helpful. Yes. I Early times so to the like, rescue. You know, thank God. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. You were thank great. God coach brought that because yeah. it's, it's fantastic. God and bless I, Jeremy. Yeah. God bless him. And, and that, and that's also another thing here is, is we get to drive our relationships and take them to another level. And, there's nothing like meeting um, your brothers in person. Yeah. You get to put the face. It's it's almost like a, a keyboard warrior type of mm-hmm. relationship you get to have. Yeah, it's nice to see you. It's good to see you, whatever. But it's really good to see you in person. Yeah. It's really good, you know, face, it's, press the, fl- the flesh, yeah. and just hang out and yeah. just be. Yeah. Deeper connection. Do no what question. we do. No question. My wife loves you, so. I, I fell in love with <laughs> With, I, I, I told Mark, I said, I'm not a big podcast guy. It was really hard for me to listen to podcasts. It just, I just don't do it. Mm. And I, I listened to that top 10 one, and I fell in love with your guys' format. It, it, I, I found myself talking to my brothers <laughs> that were mm-hmm. saying stuff, and I'm like, no, that's not, that's not right, So. <laughs> Which I say often <laughs> because I, I think I give him the most shit um, f- for the most part um, of anyone. And it's it's because I love him. Yeah. And, and, and so is the best. He's he's awesome. And he's a fantastic man. And yep. there's a lot to learn there. I just know it. Yeah. He is. And that's presently. I shouldn't say that. But he's quiet and he's funny and he's all those things that I love in in a, in a person to talk to, you know. He, he, when he says something, it's important. But him and I have had some deep conversations. He is he is really really intelligent. He's oh. like not like playing around as yeah. intelligent like I am. Yeah. He's like super intelligent. He is, uh, and and I I just love talking to him. He's just he is so smart. Yeah, he makes me smile. I see him on there, and I just, I instantly think Hobbit. <laughs> that's the that, new nickname. That's that's one man that I'm just looking forward to picking up. And, you know, it, it, I, I have a, an odd affinity for, for midgets. They Is he just, short? They, I don't know. He's short. Okay, yeah. sweet. So when he stands up, he's barely taller than his chair. That's okay. an exaggeration. But. <laughs> okay, but Zoe will have to confirm or deny that later. <laughs> Can't but defend himself. <laughs> I, 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 they just make me smile. I, I love them. Um, or short person, if you will. Uh, you know, and uh, so I just, uh, I, I love that man. He, yeah, he makes great. me smile, makes me happy, and I, I think I need to show him that more. Yeah. I, I definitely appreciate him. I was super glad we could get him on the podcast. The work he did was great. Yep. Him and Knickknack. Um and Kevin is in it's your house right now. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not talk about that anymore. Well, yeah. thank you for being on the podcast. Thank this you. was great. And we we're gonna transition to the next uh person. Yeah. 
who will have a fascinating cigar story to tell about his new cigar. I think it's, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So let's. Uh, Speaking let's of that. midgets. Yeah. Let's. Yes. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you right. said it, brother. <laughs> I did. All right. Speaking. Yeah. Let's, let's bring him on. So that ended part one. Yeah, there you go. The, with Bear. Man. Bear. I could not love Bear more. Uh, like, Got a little bit of tears at the end. Bear and I, I, I tell you what, the, the the incidents that he described at the end are two of the most memorable moments that mm-hmm. I remember. Um, and, uh, and, and Bear, uh, for those who weren't in the room, which was just you and I and him, mm-hmm. he came over and we... We shared uh, an extraordinarily long hug yeah. because he's he's a brother like that. I feel like I've known my entire life. No, that was uh, that was me just sitting behind the board and just enjoying a conversation. Like I don't get to really do that with our podcast. Is just yeah. sit and enjoy. So that's you know producing for me was just letting it flow and letting it yeah. happen. And just seeing what what came out of it. So, hopefully, everybody enjoyed part one. Uh, part two will be coming next week. Yep. And we're gonna have uh, some really. You're gonna hear about some new cigars coming out next week. Yeah, I'm fired up about next week. Is is Coach not the coolest guy you've ever met? <laughs> man, it's just man. I've ne- I've never met anybody more just like laid back and chill. Man, just like he's awesome. Yeah. And Greg, the Greg interview was uh, awesome. He's one of the he's one of the cooler cooler guys too. And Greg is, uh, like I said, he, 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 him and I have shared some of the more meaningful moments too. Those three right there, are, those are good people. Yeah. Yep. So part one uh, w- was great. Uh, everybody enjoy part two next week.